0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Selector MedTech Under the Microscope podcast. MedTech, or medical technology, has emerged as a fascinating theme with Covenant in pushing health concerns higher up people's agendas, but also onto the investment radar of many asset managers in this space. But what areas does it cover and how can people focus their attentions properly? I'm Federica Tedeschi, a reporter CityWire Selector, and joining me today is Stefan Bloom, lead manager of two healthcare funds, Bellevue MedTech and Services Fund and Bellevue Digital Health Fund. Stefan Bloom has 15 years of experience in the healthcare sector and joined Bellevue Asset Management in 2008. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Frederica, for having me.
0: How would you describe the main healthcare trends today compared to the main topics when you first venture into the healthcare sector?
1: What we have seen lately, the last few years, is digitalization finally entered the medtech, but also the general healthcare space, uh, technologies like sensors, cloud, robotics, 3D printing, uh, big data analytics, you name it. Uh, they are enabling connectivity, variables, and, and, and comprehensive healthcare solutions for chronic disease patients. So we expect to see uh, the same traumatic progress and the efficiency gains we experienced in our business and private life. That's why we actually started a digital health strategy in 2016 and and transferred it in a a digital health fund in in early 2018. From the investor side, the tides changed around 2017. Since then, we have been seeing increasing interest in, in thematic approaches. And as I said, we started MedTech in the 95, and, but in our Bellevue Asset Management, we also have biotech for, for early 90s as well. Uh, so that's really a big change and, and uh, for us, of course, very beneficial.
0: How would you describe the overarching theme of your funds as well as what differentiates them? Where has your investment strategy drawn you?
1: Bellview Asset Management is really a a healthcare asset manager. I mean, we have many more things, but a lot of our assets are in healthcare, I mentioned. We have two products, MedTech and Services and Digital Health. So the MedTech and Services Fund is really targeted for the the dedicated uh, investor that wants to invest in healthcare. So we need stability and growth. So we take large cap, mostly large caps. We combine medtech and services. They are not so, not 100% correlated. So we get uh, um, lower risk and 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 many more attractive investment cases. Uh, and that also gives us a, a little bit of extra budget to invest uh, partially. in in very fast-growing medtech and services and digital health stocks. Digital health fund, it's all about growth. uh, So we invest in exponential growing digital health companies that are market leaders, uh, not just in terms of innovation, but also in size and scope. And and so the investment risk there is is, is managed by diversification, that we invest in well-financed companies, um, and, and the sector is really uh, has, has a lot of typical healthcare-related uh, positive attributes because it's non-cyclical, like healthcare, uh, even in digital. And there are really high barriers to entry in the sector. And, and that's what we lo- love because it's regulated.
0: And how would you comment on some of your top holding within each fund?
1: MedTech, as I said, uh, MedTech and services, typically we take uh, large caps, large uh, caps. Diversified companies in itself, like Abbott, market leader in diagnostics, in medtech, in uh, clinical nutrition, uh, branded generics, uh, very uh, well-run company, great management. They really stick to the strategy. Don't make funny things. Uh, and so this is really and. and, and If you look at the total growth, they grow uh, on the top line with seven to eight percent, which is uh, quite sizable. In MSCI World, top line growth is is around three four percent on the index side. So this is above average growth. United Health, biggest insurer in uh, private insurer in the U.S., uh, benefits from 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 growth trends that the government is basically uh, running. Or uh, that there are some add-on products for for managed uh, care for sorry for uh, Medicare uh, Medicare Advantage for the elderly people for Medicaid for the le- uh, lower income uh, population and then uh, in in the digital health fund we, we uh, focus uh, on on more on the faster growing companies like Dexcom or Shockwave. It's basically Dexcom is a continuous glucose measurement sensor um, that's uh, substituting the, f- the finger uh, bricks and, and the stripes and that you put into uh, devices to measure your blood sugar level.
0: You briefly touch on the fact that within the investment space, the medtech sector is somehow more stable than other areas. We're now emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic, which has variously affected investors all over the world. But has COVID-19 actually changed your approach to MedTech investment? And if so, how?
1: From a portfolio management perspective, it was really a confirmation of our strategy. So we stick to our investment process. We, we go for quality, strong balance sheets, large caps for liquidity. That all helps uh, in, in a difficult market environment. And for digital health, of course, it was like, a huge catalyst because all the, effic- uh, the efficient digital uh, uh, technologies were used heavily and they were the, the only access to the healthcare system. Uh, and, and now, uh, yeah, the, the digital health companies, they achieved in one year what otherwise would have taken them three years.
0: I've got some interesting data about an event you attended in January. I'm referring to the online global JP Morgan Healthcare Conference on Prescription Drugs, which is one of the most important conferences in the healthcare space. What is your takeaway from the conference and is it going to reflect into your investment choice?
1: So the results were great, but but because of somewhat conservative outlooks due to Omicron, and be aware that the U.S. is, is uh, let's say, a month or two behind uh, our, our curve of Omicron. So we are a little bit faster uh, in Europe. Uh, so they are more exposed uh, when we were already like on the, on the way down. They were on the way up. So, so the outlooks were a little bit conservative. So, so we, we haven't seen the usual uh, big uh, share price increases in January
0: now i would like to move to a slightly more personal question how would you describe the most interesting moment in your career within the healthcare space
1: i'm talking to very interesting people all the time uh from top management i mean it's uh, it's an absolutely great job and and i think uh, i yeah i i really like it and, and i'm now with the company 14 years and I, c- I could really think of doing that job forever. Uh, and being a global investor shows you basically that, yeah, the world is much bigger than your own environment. And you have to be open and, and see the big also. You also have to think bigger than uh, maybe that's something special for us Swiss people because we are a really small country.
0: What? Is your outlook for the medtech sector, and what investment themes and opportunities are you assessing in the year ahead?
1: It's a lot of innovation in the pipeline, and, and new products being uh, yeah, uh, um, approved soon. Very important products. We focus on on a couple. I mean, on a, on a couple of, of uh, very interesting areas like diabetes care robotic assisted surgery structural heart diseases not neurostimulation so a lot of new products are coming to the market and that will drive a growth of the market as well from that perspective i'm positive digital health uh, of course as well uh, i think chronic care management comprehensive uh, healthcare management is important because uh, chronic care uh, is responsible for 80% of the healthcare costs so and that's exactly when you can uh, make a difference with uh, technology that's exactly these these patients are not like uh, they're not in the hospital to be treated they are at home most of the time or at work and that's why you need these te- these uh, technologies that can manage patients 24/7
0: thank you very much Stefan Blum for joining us today
1: It was a pleasure. Thank you very much, Federica.